Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew, and this is take two of us recording today already, which I really love because we always like, you know, spend time setting it up, talking about who's going to do the intro, and then we both just started in on the intro today. We were both so excited to talk about this topic. Yay. And it's not just one topic today. We're getting through like 10, 12, 15 questions we've received over the last couple of years. Spring, before we get into the topic, how are you feeling today? I mean, is this a trick question? I always feel like, okay, so Andrew and I like talk a lot in prep before we do the episode. He knows exactly how I'm feeling. He knows that I've had a very stressful weekend and a lot of things I'm angry about right now. And then I'm like, are you trying to trick me into talking about this on air? I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I mean, I think it's important for us to be a little bit vulnerable with our listeners. Like we're both perky, upbeat, super happy, energetic people. But we have questions about sex and we have rough days too. So uh, Spring's having a little bit of a rough day. So I want y'all to reach out to her. She believes in like happy thoughts and things. So send her some some good vibes. She needs some good vibes. There we go. Mm-hmm. That, that's you. it. <laughs> but our episode today is not about good vibes. Our episode today is about getting handy. All the various things that you can do with your hands and with your digits. Um, we've received questions about fingering, hand jobs, manual touch, flicking, fisting. And we're going to spend a couple minutes just going through all of them so you can get all of your digital information from us today. <laughs> That's yeah, a good one. Finger puns, digital, hand puns, digi- uh, digital digits. I mean, I I can't have this conversation and not like make little finger puppets with my hands. Yeah. I'm like, I am like talking with my hands as if they are finger puppets, communicating this information to everyone right now, just so you know. So you can imagine both Andrew and I showing off our manicures, showing off our little finger puppety hands, communicating this information (laughs) directly to you from our hands. To your ears. <laughs> From our hands to your ears, only on the sex rap. I wish I knew <laughs> American Sign Language better, thinking of like, things to do with your hands. Like, I'm I'm pretty good. Like, I can finger spell really fast, but I want to learn it. I should, like, figure out a nice way to learn it. If any of listeners, if any of you have, like, a really great way for me to learn American Sign Language, I would love to hear from you. Because I know I could also use it in France. It's kind of cool. ASL works in both countries. American Sign Language mm-hmm. and French Sign Language are the same. But... It's different from Australian sign language. So if I learned American sign language, I couldn't speak to people who needed it in Australia. Australia, do better. See? All right. <laughs> um, but all right, let's let's jump in. What part do we want to talk about? For, I mean, I know where I want to start. Everything that we're going to talk about today re- involves your hands and your fingers. And they are like the filthiest part of our bodies because we touch everything with them. We touch doorknobs, we touch handles, we touch, you know, everything in our life we touch with our fingers. And uh, whenever you're engaging with another person, even if it's a massage where you're just touching their skin, you want to make sure that you give your hands a nice scrub. You want to like hot soapy water and, and you should do it for about 30 seconds. So sing like happy birthday to yourself twice as you're washing your hands. That's how long it should be every single time. Like it shouldn't just like wet and go. It's happy birthday to my hands for not being filthy. Happy birthday to my hands for not being filthy. Twice. 
And then the other thing that you should be careful about is your fingernails. Fingernails are hard and scratchy. And if you don't take good care of them, you can do a lot of damage to somebody's mouth, anus, or vagina. So just make sure that they're trimmed and then filed. And like when you touch your finger, it should be like far enough back so that your finger plushy tip hits before the edge of the fingernail. So you should be really careful. Sometimes I see like in pornography or advertisements, especially women with like massive, huge, long fingernails engaging in various acts. And I'm like, that that cannot feel good. Like I can't even imagine how you effectively wipe your anus after having a good poo with fingernails that long. So just be careful. Spring is now giggling in the background with my not, long rant. Wash your hands. Keep your fingernails nice giggling. and trimmed. I'm feeling nauseous about what you said. <laughs> oh, the giant I'm hoping, fingernails. I'm hoping that they all have bidets so that they can effectively clean themselves. Because I agree. I don't know how. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of talent involved in figuring out how to maneuver the world with those long fingernails. I'm very impressed by people who do that, actually. Very impressed. You're, very impressed about how they put their contacts in, oh, how they take Type their on their phones. Oh, yeah. oh. Do you remember the great toilet paper famine of COVID when all the toilet oh, yeah. paper went away? Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I actually bought That's like- Kimberly Clark industrial rolls and they were like the kind that they have like in like gyms or grocery stores and it was so awful to be using like cheap single ply plasticky toilet paper at home I actually bought a, a, a bidet and installed it myself mm -hmm. in my bathroom and it's that's great when, that's when my mom bought a bidet also yeah I mean it's a it's a great environmental solution as well I mean it's a really really good solution actually I got a fancy one that blow dries your bum or your vagina <laughs> it's just like hot warm air at the end of the whole thing it's it's pretty magical experience yeah, yeah. that sounds beautiful <laughs> all right wash your hands folks wash your hands trim your nails get a bidet all right well thank you for listening no it's kidding all right let's get into it <laughs> So we've had a bunch of questions about fingering over the last couple years. Why don't we talk about fingers and fingering and what that looks like? So first we are talking, let's start with safety. I love um, starting with safety because we want to start with that and then we can get more fun, right? So we talked about washing your hands. Another great idea is to use gloves, either latex or polyurethane, and they have um, finger cots as well. If you don't want to use a whole glove, if you're only using one finger, you can put, it's like the finger of a glove, basically, that, like a little condom you can roll on down over a finger. But you can buy either latex or polyurethane gloves. So if people are allergic to latex, so you can use either style. You can also get them in like numerous different colors. You can choose the colors you want um, for your digital explorations. But yeah, definitely buy some protective things. And these are so great because, first of all, you should still wash your hands prior and then dry them well before you try to get the gloves on. Um, but they're going to protect you and your partner from not only any potential sexually transmitted infections, which can um, enter your body through cuts or little scrapes and abrasions. Scrapes, yeah, on your yeah. hands. But like also, it like it 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 reduces a lot of these problems like with things that are not feeling even or that like won't feel as smooth when you're entering another person's body right so putting the gloves on is going to like smooth everything out it's going to like make things feel a lot better 
And of course, you can use a lot of lube with them. Use the um, appropriate lube for the type of glove you're using. Just like when we're talking about condoms, you don't want to use any oil-based lubes with latex. Um, So just making sure that you're choosing the right kind of lube for the type of glove you're using. And, And then you've got this like really great springboard for like whatever whatever activity you're going to go into, right? And we're talking about fingering first, but this is going to go across all of the things you're using your hands for. Highly recommend. Throw a glove on, throw a bunch of lube in your hand in that glove, and then you are like safe and you're going to make this experience like better for your partner. Especially for someone like me, I have really bony, long fingers. Like I played the piano for years and years and years, and I still have those like bony tendon fingers like you definitely need something to smooth them out or else it would not feel very good going in any space wow that was a lot of personal information all right (laughs) but we talk about fingering right like most of the time we talk about anal fingering or vaginal fingering and you're doing slightly different things in those spaces so if you're fingering an anus uh especially if you're fingering an anus with a person who is assigned male at birth a lot of that fingering process is you finding the prostate. And we have an episode about the prostate. And we talk about prostate massage in it. But that fingering is you exploring someone's anus slowly, carefully, gently, like Spring said, tons of lube. Um, and you're sort of trying to find and bump into that prostate. And for a lot of men, it's a very pleasurable experience. But it's a way that you can be intimate with much lower risk of any STI or STD. So. Fingering anuses. You can also finger vaginas. And in the vaginas, there's lots of different things that you can touch with your fingers. But very frequently, people are looking for that G spot, the Grafenberg spot, which is an inch or two up on the inner front wall. So it's sort of like you would insert a finger or two into the opening of the vagina, uh, and then you would push them in slightly, delicately, with minimal force, gently, right? All those things about an inch or two up and make like a come to me motion with your fingers trying to find the Grafenberg spot or the G spot. Yeah, we're both we're both and doing it right now in the if video. If you don't if you don't know what a come to me motion is, just imagine because like sometimes you hear that and you're like, what? But just hold your hand palm face up and pretend like you're trying to get someone to come to you. <laughs> and then like the motion that you're automatically making with your hand. That's the come hither motion. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, and sometimes uh, you can like you'll feel a difference in the tissue uh, of the vagina at the, the G spot. Not not for all, all women or trans men. You might find like it might be like a little bit of a raised bump or it might be a little bit more dense or it might be feel a little bit different. And for a lot of people uh, with vaginas, it can be a very pleasurable experience, especially when it's coupled with some clitoral stimulation. People report having some of their strongest orgasms with fingers, not with penises, not with mouths, but with fingers. So fingering can be pretty fun. I guess you could talk about fingering other things like fingering other parts of the body. I guess some people like sucking on fingers and putting them in ears. I don't know. Uh, And I support you wherever you want those fingers to go. As long as you have consent and they're clean, have fun with those fingers. Anything else we need to say about fingering spring? Well, I mean, I would just say that just like everything, the fingering is highly personal. Like people like different things, right? So just like any other sexual behavior, you want to check in with your partner. You want to ask them what they like, how many fingers they like, what different types of movements they like. 
And then that's going to be your best bet to figure out what what's going to work best with that partner. I love that. How many? Are you a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten finger kind of person? And with that, we're going to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to talk about hand jobs, manual jobs, fisting, flicking, lots left to come. Thanks for listening, everyone. Welcome back to our episode on the hands. So far, we've been talking about fingering and all the great things you can do there. But why don't we talk about handies, hand jobs? Hand jobs. So now we're talking about the hand around a penis and or some balls. So when we're doing with this kind of this kind of phrase and Andrew's acting it out, he's got a hand around a penis and some hand cupping some balls there to to demo energetically for you. So you can feel that demo through the radio waves here. And so, wait, are there radio waves when you listen to a podcast? Ooh, I'm not clear on that. Anyway, so when we're talking about a hand job, we're talking about stimulation of some penis and balls. And so a lot of times we're focused on the penis when we're doing this, but a lot of people enjoy some stimulation around the testicles as well. So that, again, would be something to check in with your partner about what type of stimulations they like. And even when we're talking about a hand job, I mean, the ways that a hand job can go are also like so many different ways, right? We can use one hand, we can use two hands. We, two hands like on the shaft actually, right? And hands could be really tight. Hands could be looser. Hand motion could be focused at the top of the penis. It could also be focused more toward the bottom. Like people really like a lot of different things when we're talking about this. So when you're going into a hand job in any type of situation here, you want to be, again, checking in with your partner. What's your favorite way to be touched? How, how much pressure do you like? How, where do you like the sensation focused, right? And so as you're doing those things, it's like also constant feedback, you know, asking your partner, do you like this? Do you want more of this? Do you want more of that? But we're doing all the stimulation with the hands in that area. So hands in the area and ask the same kind of questions you would ask. Ask consent-based questions. How hard? How fast? How quick? Lots of lube usually makes it safer and better. Um, Penises can get pretty uh, chafed with hands. Yeah. And along with hand jobs... Someone asked a question about what is flicking. Spring, what is flicking? I mean, to be honest, I've never heard just the term flicking. I usually hear someone say flicking the bean um, is the whole way that I'm used to hearing that phrase, in which case the bean would be the clitoris and flicking the bean is stimulating the clitoris, though it does sound a little aggressive, right? Like it, it's actually just stimulation of the clitoris. So like usually I think some more kind of gentle rubbing of the clitoral area, not actually like flicking as you would do to your angry sibling. <laughs> yeah. Do not flick people's genitals unless they specifically yeah. ask you to flick their genitals. I do not believe in your entire life you will ever find a single person who asks you to flick their genitals, but it's something very specific that someone would ask for. Flicking the bean, like Spring said, is just giving a hand job to a clitoris, right? And you have to talk to your partner about what that looks like and clitorises come clitorises, clitori, clitorati, I don't know. Come in lots of different sizes. 
So sometimes it's a gentle hand motion. Sometimes there's just so many different ways that you could do it. But flicking the bean is manual manipulation of a clitoris with a hand or a couple fingers. All right. Anything else we need to say about hand jobs and flicking the bean before we get to our (laughs) next topic? The next level. The next level. So Spring has been dying, everybody. She's been dying to talk about fisting for like four years when the first question came in. We've had question after question come in talking about fisting and what is fisting and how to fist and what does fisting look like? And we are not giving an instructional today on how to fist, but we're just going to talk about another way that people use their hands to pleasure themselves or others. And yes, it's true. I have been wanting to talk about this because we've gotten so many questions on it. And and P.S., any episode that we do about anal behaviors, (laughs) which fisting can be in a vagina or in an anus, but it does often happen in an anus. And so I know those are also our most popular episodes. So yeah, I have been quite excited to record an episode about fisting. So I'm so happy that this digital overview of the digital types of sex gets to include fisting. So hello, fisting. Welcome to our show. We're so glad to have you. So fisting of all the things that we've talked about is a little bit more on the kinky side. And a lot of people are not interested in it or don't want it or won't ask for it, and that's fine. But if you are interested, Spring and I fully support you in your fisting endeavors. Um, Fisting is whenever multiple fingers, including usually the thumb and perhaps knuckles or even the whole hand, are inserted into a vagina or an anus. It's not something that people can just do the very first time. You can't be like, hey, well, do you want to just fist tonight? Usually there's a lot of training with like uh, larger and larger toys over longer periods of time to get those muscles stretched out. Remember, the anal sphincter and the vagina have lots and lots of muscles about them. And the training for fisting is learning how to relax those muscles. Yeah, but there's anal fisting, there's vaginal fisting, and you need to be careful with both. Um, Those tissues are really sensitive, especially the anal tissues. Anal tissues, the anus on the inside is very delicate. It's likely to have different kinds of rips and breaks in it. So you have to be careful uh, with any kind of fisting that happens there. Um, And it's not something you want to spring on somebody unless it's something very explicit that you've talked about that they're interested in or that you're interested in having it done to you. So for some people, it's incredibly intimate to be doing it. It's something like really special and, and really different. And some people love it every single time. What do you have to say about fisting spring? Since you were the one so excited to talk about it today, and I've been <laughs> the one who's talking. Yeah. I mean, it is something that a lot of people, you know, have worked up to, right? So it's something that people work up to over time. And so if somebody hasn't done it before, but they're asking for it, I would assume that they've done a little bit of the work toward that already, but I would recommend having a conversation with that about that with the person, like asking what experience they have and how, how much kind of dilation they have gotten to in whichever orifice they want to be fisted in. 
So you want to talk to them about, okay, what what is the most you've had in that hole before and have you done that regularly, right? So you have a good idea of like how how much um, kind of stretch work they have done because it is like something that your body adapts to over time and you get better at like stretching out and opening up for things like this. So if people have done a lot of that work or if they've done it regularly, then it might be a fairly easy thing for you to engage in with them. Um, but then sometimes they have not done a lot of that work and they might just think it's hot and they're like, you know, excited to try this. And then it might be possible that you might not actually be able to do the fisting, right? But that you're doing some work up toward that with them. And, you know, we were talking about fingering and it's basically fingering with more and more fingers, right? As you get close to that. And like, as you move toward a fisting, it's like you're taking all of your finger points together um, to make like a very, to make all five finger points like in like, oh, these are all my five fingers making a little tiny point all together. It's like a, it's like a, <laughs> a duck, little, like turn your little hand into duck like a little finger duck. puppet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, and that's like the entry point, right? So like you can even start with that, right? Like just getting more and more fingers and then starting to get the five finger points in, you know, and slowly with a lot of lube, with a lot of communication, you're like starting to open up toward being able to get that whole fist inside. And, and yeah, I mean, I think that one of the reasons I really wanted to talk about this, I mean, I already said like, People love talking about the butt. Um, people love to hear us talk about the butt. <laughs> and we've had a lot of questions about it. But more than that, I, you know, it's one of those things that like actually involves a lot of communication and a lot of feedback. And I love those type of sexual activities, right? Because, and I think this is similar for anal sex for a lot of people, especially people who are newer to having anal sex, right? There's a lot of communication that's happening. And there's less communication with a lot of other sexual behaviors that we've like done very regularly or regularly with a partner. And so it's really great practice to start to say like, oh, how, how can I do this with a partner? And, and it can actually give you practice in doing it for other behaviors that you do more often, right? And get used to checking in with your partner, get used to asking them how something feels and what would they like more or less of. So. Yeah, I love that as a kind of training behavior to do more of that work. Yeah. And speaking of training behaviors, um, if you are interested in being fisted or fisting someone else, there are resources out there on the internet. Of all of the behaviors that we've talked about today, it's the one that comes with the greatest risk for injury, injury of the vagina, injury of the anus. So you should seek out some information from experts, maybe watch a couple videos with somebody telling you exactly with what's going on in the process. And like Spring said, be really, really communicative, lots of communication for all partners who are involved, making sure that everyone is safe and comfortable and that no injuries can happen. And just like we said at the beginning, hygiene is important. With fisting, you really want to make sure that your hands and your fingernails are clean. You probably want to be using gloves to prevent the spread of various infections, not only STIs or STDs, but different other infections that can be in your hands can spread to anuses or vaginas. Um, so just use some extra care and caution if you're going to be engaging in more extreme behaviors that fall more on, on the side of kink than sort of standard play. Fingering and hand jobs, I would say those are pretty much, you know, second base of sex overall. When you get to fisting, you're getting a hockey score on a basketball field. I don't know, just like whatever big sport. I, I, I shouldn't have done a sports analogy. I, I don't know how to finish this one. 
<laughs> super, one, like one is I don't want to call it a Super Bowl though because I don't want to make it seem like the other ones aren't also great. It's just a different set of sensations. People who are really into fisting talk about how it's really intimate with other people. How like there's a huge amount of connection and trust that happen whenever it's going on. That it can be really intense sensations that they don't get from other kinds of sex play. That's it. I don't have anything else to say about fisting. I think I think we've done what we wanted to do here. Done what we want to do? Yeah. When I think about <laughs> hands in sex play, I think about the amazing potential for self-exploration and discovery, sensual exploration and discovery with another person that doesn't even have to be sex. You don't have to insert them anywhere. Hands and fingers are super, super sexy, and you can use them in so many ways for yourself or with someone else to be a sensualist. I'm using my word from last week. Ooh, nice yeah. one. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. If you have any questions about this episode or any other questions about sex, sexual health, relationships, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email. We are the sexwrap at gmail.com. That's W-R-A-P. And you can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, where we're, we post almost every single day. We'd love to hear from you there. You can send us DMs, especially on Instagram. But thank you for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.